Hi, this is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Nash Tsunami podcast. We are offering three conversations from this week's preview of the Digital ILC 2021. In this conversation, Professor Luca Valenti of the Easel Scientific Committee and Stephen Harrison discuss highlights of Digital ILC 2021, focusing not only on the topics to be discussed, but also the benefits of Easel's new platform, which will provide exciting opportunities for collaboration and networking. Digital ILC is one of hepatology's premier events year in, year out, and 2021 will be no exception. So sit back, listen, enjoy, learn, and when you're done, join the discussion on our LinkedIn and Facebook discussion groups. A global community of fatty liver disease stakeholders comes together to explore the most important challenges in diagnosing, treating, and developing medications for patients with fatty liver diseases. Join hepatology researcher and key opinion leader Dr. Stephen Harrison, liver wellness advocate Louise Campbell, pricing and forecasting guru Roger Green, and this week's guest, hepatology researcher, key opinion leader, and EASL Scientific Committee member Professor Luca Valenti, as they preview the upcoming digital ILC 2021 conference, this week on Surfing the Nash Tsunami. Let's talk a little bit about the conference, and I want to ask a few questions, and then Steve and Louisa, obviously, feel free to jump in. You say you're on the Scientific Organizing Committee. Now, what exactly is that group responsible for organizing for the conference? Well, actually, we are involved in uh, basically drafting the scientific content of the conference and organizing the, the session, the symposia, the collaborating with the, those who are organizing the postgraduate course and the basic science seminar and evaluating the abstract and uh, drafting the oral session and so on. So the, the, this is related to international, the ILC, but we are also involved, in, of course, in organizing all the other ESL events like the NFLD Summit, which will be held, for example, in the autumn. And that's it's mainly uh, concerning the ILC. That's great. So this is a digression. But since this is a NASH podcast mostly, the idea of the NAFLD Summit is very exciting. Is there anything you can share about that before we go back to ILC? Well, concerning the summit this year, it will be organized by me with Quentin Anstey and Annelie Yarvin, and it will be especially focusing on uh, translational research and the field of NAFLD, the identification of new targets uh, uh, and new biomarkers for these conditions. So I think it will be kind of also complementary to the ILC, and I'm very excited to the to this meeting and advise you to, to participate to hear the, the latest news in science concerning to fatty liver disease. Well, congratulations. That's really exciting. Was there a specific reason that motivated Ezel to do the NAFL Summit as well? Well, the, the summit is uh, one of the key conferences organized by the Ezel. We have a liver cancer summit, for example, and we try to organize a summit related to the most hot topics uh, in pathology to update on the science, drug development, and so on, and involve also the, the industry and the companies in the field. This is particularly focused on a specific aspect which cannot be done so extensively in general uh, a company which uh, likely ILC, which presents all of the latest news in the whole field of hepatology. So let's go back to ILC for a minute. Well, let's go back to ILC, not just for a minute. What is the one thing about the ILC that you find most exciting? 
this year. This year, uh, we'll have a new platform compared to the first digital ILC we have last year. And this will uh, provide the, the possibility to have additional features, some exciting new features like the possibility to relate and connect with uh, peers and personalize suggestion to a specific content that you may be interested in based on uh, your specific profile. And it will also give you the possibility, for example, to network with people working in your area of expertise and uh, to set up meetings and so on. So I think there will be a lot of possibility of networking, uh, even if you won't be able to be there, which will render this experience not to miss. Will, will you be doing formal, well, I guess what they call our speed dating kinds of sessions where people just meet for a couple of minutes and talk and go from talk to talk to talk, person, person, person? We're discussing it, but there will be a, certainly the possibility to people in dedicated virtual rooms. In terms of the content of the meeting, are there any specific, I know you can't talk about what's in the abstracts, but we can talk about the titles and the sessions. Are there any particular topics that are going to get a lot of attention that you think people will find interesting or will want to be involved with? I was particularly dedicated to drafting the fatty liver disease or NFLD session, and we will have exciting data from the original presentation session, both from the NFLD dedicating oral abstracts and the symposium as well. This year, the symposium will be mostly dedicated to the clinical management of NFLD, both the multidisciplinary management of the disease, the advance in the therapeutic development uh, and the role of lifestyle management uh, in the management of this condition. The oral communication, uh, we will have also important novelties uh, which will be presented in the, both the general session and in the late breakers. And this will be a particularly exciting session where uh, results uh, of both, uh, I would say, early stage trials and late stage trials will be presented. So we will cover the broad, the, the whole spectrum of uh, drug development uh, in uh, an from the first in human studies with new therapeutic targets coming from genetics, for example, to phase two studies, new promising drugs acting on metabolism, and new targets to initial results from phase three trials, which will uh, report the, the, the results of uh, the drugs in, most, in the most advanced stage of development. And we will also have the new data on combined non-invasive biomarkers able to identify patients at risk of liver disease and to monitor disease progress. Stephen, Luis, do you have any questions for Luca at this point? Well, it sounds like a terrific agenda and a terrific group of topics to discuss and go through. There's been, as you know, Luca, a wealth of data that's come out since AASLD, and it seems like every six months the amount of data that comes out exponentially rises. I was just looking back on some work that we've done with Litmus, for which you're a part of as well, and just two recent publications looking at non-invasive markers sequentially combining FIB4 plus FibroScan, you know, liver stiffness to predict development of cirrhosis. And there are many others, you know, that's just touching the tip of the iceberg. There's new data with Pro-C3, new data with ELF, new data with other sequential combinations of tests to include MRI plus additional clinical variables. So we're beginning to really dive into how effective these non-invasive tests are for three different contexts of use. And I allude to this all the time. We have to get better at diagnosing the at-risk NASH patient. I think we're relatively good at excluding disease. We're not yet there on identifying advanced disease or where is it? You know, are the F2s, F3s, F4s? We're just really good at telling you you don't have disease, but we're not really good at pigeonholing you into a disease category once you have been identified at risk. 
So I think there's work to be done there. There's work to be done on therapeutic monitoring. And I suspect, Luca, there will probably be data presented relative to that. And then long-term patient outcome measures. I think that's the other hot topic area of where we can really begin to bend the needle. And as we're able to show long-term outcome measures with non-invasive tests, that's where we have the unique ability to step forward, lean in, and potentially leapfrog liver biopsy as an endpoint for NASH clinical trials. I don't think we necessarily have to always compare ourselves to a biopsy. If we're able to take a non-invasive test and link it to an outcome, the next step is taking that non-invasive test showing there's improvement in the non-invasive test and linking that to an improved outcome. And I think that's where the exciting data will be generated over the next six to 12 months. And then the therapeutic area is one that's incredibly exciting. Not only is monotherapy as we begin to break down therapies into those that are good for cirrhosis, those that are good for non-cirrhotic NASH injectables versus orals, those therapies that have extra hepatic benefits on liver disease, on glycemic control, atherogenic lipids, renal function, and the like will be will be exciting to see. And then the combination therapy paradigm is really just beginning to grow wings and take off. So just touching the iceberg on those two topics would keep us going for a long, long time. Luca, without even discussing other aspects of fatty liver disease, liver transplant, liver cancer, and those sorts of things. So I'd be interested to know if there's any new epidemiologic data you think that's going to be important that could be highlighted at the meeting. Yeah, that would be, as you mentioned, and I completely agree with your point of view, this related to the biomarkers will be a very important point in the future, that the ability to correlate the biomarkers with the long-term hard clinical outcomes in the disease. And we will have data on a combination, for example, biomarkers and liver system measurement that will be related to the ability to rule in the disease. We will also have epidemiological data coming from different courts relating the, the impact of the NASH, the diagnosis of fatty liver disease on, on mortality and clinical outcomes, which will present what, what is the burden of an FLD on both the, the hepatic and the extrahepatic disorders and, and on the clinical events in the population. Absolutely, it does. Uh, the other area that Lucas spent some time in, and, and he also mentioned Quentin Anstey, is the area of genetic biomarkers. And, you know, is there is there going to be some updates there relative to something, say, potentially like polygenic risk score for NASH? Any new data on PMPLA3 or HSD17 beta 13 or, or any of the, the more novel genetic markers, combinations of markers that I think there's all always new data there. I would imagine there's going to be new data at EASL relative to that also. Yeah, there would be new data on the impact of genetic biomarkers of the disease. And as you say, as an expanding field, there would be data presented also on new risk variants for this condition, HSD-17, which is a very important one because it will be also linked to some new therapeutic approaches during the ILC. There will be two presentations, for example, on therapeutic approach aiming at suppressing the protein encoded by this HSD17 B13 gene, mimicking the protective effect of this genetic variant on the risk of the disease. And this will be presented during the meeting. And there will be also new 
data on uh, genetic, uh, other genetic risk variants for uh, this condition that will possibly highlight other pathways involved in disease predisposition, which uh, will uh, further improve our ability to stratify the risk of uh, progressive liver disease. And this may be particularly important in young individuals uh, who have not yet developed advanced uh, disease, but may be at risk in the future because of genetic predisposition and metabolic risk factors, for example. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please send an email to question at surfingnash.com. We'll be back on Thursday, June 10th, right after the end of the International Nash Day cooking demonstration, to discuss how different stakeholders can help implement the Global Liver Institute's U.S. Nash Action Plan. Come motivated. I'm certain there will be things you can do to help. I hope you'll join us on the 10th. Until then, stay safe, surf on, see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now.